Hello, everybody. Welcome to Between the Scares, a podcast that has taken a look at every Blumhouse Blumhouse Blumhouse. Productions. Yeah, I've discovered it's Blumhouse Productions movie. Uh, I'm your host, Jason Soto. And I am your co-host, Lisa Leahy. (laughs) So, yeah, we discovered we've been saying it wrong this entire time. This is the 11th episode (laughs) of this podcast. We're terrible people. (laughs) Yeah, barely. Yep. It's, it's Blumhouse. It's almost like we're imposter horror fans. I know, right? I mean, in our, at least in my defense, I can't speak for you, obviously, but in my defense, I don't hear his name said very often. I just see so, it written on a screen, like a movie screen or whatever. Right. You know, like I, he doesn't. Does he do interviews? I've never seen him on a talk show or. I don't watch talk shows, so I can't really tell you. Uh, you know, he's never interviewed for, you know, anything. I've never seen an interview of him. There has he has to do interviews, but I yeah, oh, I'm I've, sure. I've never, I've never, uh, yeah. So I never got to hear his name said. I guess I just has always assumed it was Bloom, because you know Bloom House. But it's apparently it's Blumhouse. Blumhouse. So we'll we'll try to stick with that. We'll try to make that canon for our our show here. Okay. We'll try to. Maybe that's why he hasn't been accepting our invite to come on the show. Oh, you think he's that like, might be it? He listened to like the first episode, and we just kept saying Bloomhouse, 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 and he's like, okay, fuck these two. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so I'll I'll have to send him another invite and be like, we said your name right. We're sorry. I promise we're learning. <laughs> Jason Blum. Hi, Jason Blum. How are you? Please come blum, on our show. Blum, blum, blum. Okay. Uh, so a few caveats here. One, um, this is an overdue episode. This was supposed to have been done during the hashtag spooky season over at Rabbit Hole I Podcast. Suck. No, no, no. It's not just you. I, I was busy, too. I had shit happening, too. So we were both just busy. And, you know, I was doing other podcasts, and you had a wedding to go to, and you had stuff happening, I had stuff happening. We both just got busy, and we couldn't find a day we can get together to do this show that we're doing today. So, we're just gonna... I I didn't really worry about it, because we cover horror movies all year long anyway here. True. So, there was no, like, urgent need to get it done in October, so I wasn't worried about this show being done in October um, and everything else that I did, I wanted to be done in October, but this one we can kind of take our time with, you know, we're covering m- mostly 95% horror movies on this show. Uh, until we don't. Um, so, uh, but today we're doing some kind of special. We're giving you two, I hate to call them movies or, Okay, so it's it's weird. Well, they are movies. Well, they're movies, but they're like not feature length movies, but they kind of are. They're both an hour and a half. Yeah. Which is short nowadays for movies because movies nowadays are like two plus hours. Yeah, I mean, good God, it's very hard to not need the bathrooms. God bless Run T. <laughs> exactly. Sponsorship. I would love a sponsorship. So, you know what? Run P. I you know what? I'll I'll get to work on that. Um. I love Run P. I will I will I will see what I can do. I will I will yes. tag them I will tag them on the Twitters and see what they say. I am a big fan of that app. But anyway. Uh yeah, so we, we won't tell you what it does until we get paid to do so. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll let you discover <laughs> okay. that on your own. But um so uh but yeah, uh these are these are um movies that Blumhouse was doing in October for Amazon, they made like a special deal with Amazon where they were going to make four movies specifically for Amazon Prime, and it was called Welcome to the Blumhouse. And uh, apparently, this is the second year they've done this. They did one last year, and I was not even aware of it last year, to be perfectly honest. Was it with Prime with you. last year as well? It was, was it with, with yes. Last yeah. Year? yeah, it was It was the Prime. All, all these movies are on Amazon Prime. What are the ones that he did for Hulu, though? Uh, those are the TV shows, aren't they? I don't know. I feel like there was something for Hulu last year, but of course I don't have any actual information about I think about he, this. uh, he did a TV show called Into the Dark for Hulu. Yeah. Well, um, it's not a TV show. It's a series of films. Is it Maybe American that's why. Horror? Maybe Welcome to the Blumhouse is Amazon and Into the Dark is for Hulu. That could be. Well, but see, Wikipedia says it's a TV show. Oh, well, that's what I get for not watching it. And not Horror anthology, number of seasons to 24 episodes. Uh, I will have to... Actually, 
you're introducing this to me. I don't know if you knew this existed. Uh-huh, Man. see? So I will have we to have check. Some... We'll have to cover this at some point in the future. So no, probably no time do. any probably no time soon. We got a lot to get through, but we'll probably we'll probably reel back to this at some point. Um so anyway, yeah, this was part of a thing uh they did Blumhouse Productions did with Amazon uh called Welcome to the Blumhouse and uh they were just anthology movies, just four separate individual movies, not really tied together in any way that I can see. At least the two we're covering today didn't tie into anything. Um, we only picked two of the four just because of timing issue. Again, we were really busy <laughs> in October. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> so uh, I just said, let's just cover two. Let's pick two. Um, I basically picked one. Lisa picked the other. You could probably tell who's going to pick who by the movie descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's go ahead and start with the first one. Um, this was the first, I think this was the first one that actually came out. Um uh, it came out like uh, the beginning of October. Uh, what do I want to do here? I want this screen. I think I'd be good at this by now. Okay. Anyway, here's our first feature film. I look around this beautiful community of yours. You know what I see? Each and every one of you has a big dream. We all have that one thing. We still yearn. say money can't buy you happiness. I disagree. Looks like a goddamn casino. Welcome to the game. Are you feeling This is a snake. Bingo! Should I grab my shotgun? We're probably all gonna die. We may be old, but we still have plenty of life to live. You ever wanted to make bingo scary? There you go. I mean, it's a pretty good trailer. It is right, like you know. It's the whole goddamn movie, but it's a pretty good trailer. <laughs> mostly, mostly. Um, right off the, I'm just saying this right now, just right off the bat. This whole this movie felt like a very extended episode of like the Twilight Zone or Are You Afraid of Tales the Dark the or Crypt. something. Yes. But and it, so like every time they would cuss, it threw me off because I felt like I was watching one of those shows <laughs> and then they say fuck and then I'm like, what? Oh yeah, that's right. This is a movie. That's right. Well, they <laughs> could it, swear on HBO. <laughs> they could swear on Tales from the Crypt. Did they swear on Tales? I guess they did, didn't they? I never I mean, thought about bit. it. I, I never really thought about it. I don't think it. it was extensive, but they certainly could. But I, I felt like I was just watching like a Twilight Zone episode because it's yeah, like because they, 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 they put in, they give the exposition, you know, like that speed of like a Twilight Zone episode. It's like here's your characters, here's their problems, now here's the main plot. Like they do it right. so quick. Um, and uh, I didn't know what to expect going into this, except this was probably going to be goofy as hell because it's called Bingo Hell. Yeah. And it's about a devil demon guy running a beagle hall. And, and, uh, it's very needful things. It's, it's, it's it kind of did. To it it kind of did. Yeah, a little bit. Um, okay, so uh, the story of it, you know, if, if you know, you're into that kind of thing. Um, eh, who needs a story anymore? <laughs> so uh, it centers around this town. This this town of, um, and you think I would have that ready? Uh, it's a small town somewhere. I thought it was Florida, but then they kept saying, "No, we're gonna leave here for Florida." Yeah, it um, seemed mid. It seemed like southwesty to me because it was just a town full of old people. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean there aren't old people in the southwest. No, but I meant I like it felt like this was like Florida, like this was like a retirement city, 
because it was just nothing but old people. And they even say that in the movie. Like, the the two young people that are in this whole entire movie complain about the fact that the only there are the only two young people in this town. And, and they're in this town full of old people. Um, but they're in this town, and uh, the town's kind of run by this... Uh, Oak Springs is the name of the town. Thank you, Wikipedia. Uh, Thank you, Wikipedia. Uh, uh, is run is ki- the town's kind of unofficially. This community is led by Lupita, who's a very sassy older Hispanic woman, who I wish was my grandmother. Like I would give anything for this lady, my grandmother. Like she's just fucking awesome, and I I really um uh dig her mood oh she's cool like she's definitely like hashtag mood like i want to be her when i grow up right exactly she is a hot shit i liked her a lot and we start off with her like introducing all the characters she meets up with the guy who owns an auto shop she meets this lady who apparently is very proud of her cleavage and is a hairdresser um, which I'm wondering if a hairdresser and cleavage go together because every time I go get my hair cut, it, it, no matter who I get, their cleavage is out. It's not a complaint as a man, mind you. It's just an interesting correlation that I'm noticing. I don't know if your hairdresser, Lisa, has their cleavage out. No. No? She okay. doesn't. Hi, maybe, Sarah. Maybe, um, it's a, maybe it's an Indiana thing then. I don't know. It, it could be. <laughs> it could be. I don't um, know. It also seems a little bit like this village is stuck a couple of decades back, too. It does felt you know, like it was like in the eighties. Definitely not a contemporary kind of hairdresser. So I don't know. It, it, she just may have this is her look. You know, she needs to to flaunt it because she's got it, and that's what she's gonna do. Um. Yeah. So we meet the hairdresser. We meet uh, her name is Yolanda. We meet the auto repair guy. His name's Clancy. There's a guy named Morris. Uh, he's like this wannabe electrician guy who wants to fix things, um, but he can't. Uh, we got Dolores, who is Lapita's friend. Um, and then we, we mainly focus on Dolores' B story, which is uh, her daughter-in-law and her grandson are, like, living with her. Mm-hmm. And, like, the daughter-in-law is this, like... Hmm. Really not very pleasant person. Right. She likes to go out and party. I guess is the word I'm looking for. Which, by the way, I'm no, being nice. you know, no judgment being nice. on that. Well, she's she's rather ungrateful. She's she doesn't seem to. She she's I can't speak. So Dolores's son is uh, the father of her son, mm-hmm. and he's no longer with us. Right, and he so died. She really resents his mother and i think she resents very much that he's not there to take care of their son anymore um she's not somebody who wanted to be a mother it seems to me yeah i think i i get that impression too that this was an accidental pregnancy (laughs) and then the kid is caleb that's the grandson of dolores uh he's one of the two young people that's in this town and he complains about you know being in this town of old people yeah, he's got an attitude problem, this kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you blame him, though? He's, like, the only young person here, so... I mean, he's he's just kind of a... I, I don't blame him for being a little grumpy about where he is, and not to mention the way his mother treats him, but his grandmother's really trying with him, and he's pretty cruel to her. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. But then the only other young person in this town is your mother, so I don't know. It's true. I mean, what can you do? I guess the other kindly youngish uh, person was the guy who ran like a uh, AA type meeting at the Mm -hmm. community center. He wasn't that old, but he wasn't exactly young either. He was like about middle, I mean, not even quite middle age, maybe like in his 30s. Yeah, 30s, maybe 40s at the most. So, He's the same age as Caleb's father would have been. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. So, yeah, so these are your characters for the most part. Um, we foc- we, mo- we only focus mainly on Dolores' B-plot. Like, everyone else kind of has a B-plot. Like, Yolanda's hair salon's, like, falling in disrepair. Uh, there's this whole thing about electricity uh, between the... Um, the the salon and the bingo hall. Oh, and then we focus on the owner of the bingo hall, 
uh, named Mario, who at the start, he kind of comes home. When this started, I was worried I had the wrong movie playing because it did mm-hmm. not look anything like how I was expecting it to start. Yeah, and he's the prologue deaf. He, he, he walks in with his suitcase full of money and he's all happy and he's dancing around. Um, and then he just starts like eating bingo balls that come out of kind of nowhere mm-hmm. and then he chokes on them and then he dies right and then he's just gone for the rest of the movie which leads to uh lupita wondering where mario is which is like one of her like catchphrases like where's mario i need to see mario that's like basically how she's worried about yep and then we get us a, a part of the bingo hall like currently in this you know you know very shabby shape where they're like just doing very basic bingo and the prize money is just money donated by the town and Yolanda ends up winning it. Um, and, uh, but this doesn't last long because the next day a, uh, mysterious man known as Mr. Big shows up in a very fancy car type thing that I'm sure people know what the hell, like Cadillac? Maybe it's a Cadillac? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but he shows I think up. I've expressed that before, that when it comes to cars, I am useless. Oh, yeah, I know, I know fuck all about cars. Um, but um, anyway, he shows up and remodels the bingo hall, and now it looks like something that Donald Trump would have done back in the 90s. Oh yeah, like it is just gaudy and full of neon lights, and I'm I'm very surprised they didn't even they didn't go as far as to have like women in bikinis at the door, like like you know gesturing towards like the prizes and everything. Right, like they they were they were really they, they were like very like restrained in that. Like they were I just... mean, really, that's the only thing we don't have. Right. Because they show there's like this motorcycle that's on display, and there's these big LCD screens, and uh, and then everyone's all like going to the bingo, like what the hell? What the? Yeah, there's all kinds of things. And so it's run by this guy named Mister Big, who was an actor you bought up last episode. Yeah, Richard Brake. He's in. Yeah, he's in. Um, Thirty One, that Rob Zombie movie, and Which he's we actually will be really the only, the only. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only really quality character. He's actually pretty fascinating in it. Mm, okay. Oh, man. You're making me excited for that. Um, I don't care for Rob Zombie's movies. I don't think he does a good job. Well, see, I don't mind Rob Zombie movies. There's just a couple of them I don't like. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Those will be interesting episodes. Yeah, because one of them I've seen, and I'm not looking forward to that one. But, okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, anyway, yeah, this guy shows up as Mr. Big, and they – it's it's bingo. Everyone knows how fucking bingo works. And he's doing the bingo calling. And then he's going around putting this, like, hand stamper on people with dollar signs on it, um, which is important. Um, which why – so, okay, Lisa, I went to Catholic school for four years. I don't know if you have any Catholic upbringing inside oh, of you. very much. I didn't go to Catholic school, but my mother is very devout. In fact, I went to church yesterday for All Souls so, Day. So then you, you so. know about the mark of the beast then. I do know about the mark. So of the this beast. is basically an allegory, I think, for the mark of the beast is basically what yes. I I got out of it. I don't know if that's what they're going for, but that's just how I interpreted everything that was happening. Look and at we should you making analyses. We should we should establish that they don't explain what's happening. No, <laughs> like it's very cut and dry. It's like there's a bingo hall. There's this guy named Mister Big who may or may not be a demon. And then they just need to fight him, and then it's gonna end. So we're just gonna—I'm gonna spoil that right now for the end. They don't explain like, oh, he's a demon from hell, and he's gonna try to take these people's souls, or you know, hell needs more souls, or like, no, nothing like that is ever no. explained. It's literally just this guy shows up, turns his bingo hall into a casino, and then he makes. He, it, it, you're right. It's basically needful things. It's needful things. <laughs> it's needful things. So he, he, uh, the first person that won was the oh the um um Caleb's mom. Right. She was the first winner. She won like ten thousand dollars, like some insane amount of money, uh, that this town like has never seen before in their lives, and uh, she ends up, Caleb's mom ends up leaving 
both Caleb and Dolores behind, which upsets Caleb, obviously. Right, of course. And we see what happens as a result of winning. Uh, is and I want your take on this because I'm I'm of two minds. We see her point of view where she's in the whole. She's le- she gets out of the car. Oh, her whole thing was shopping. She likes shopping. That's like what yeah. her character story. And is any about. money that she gets goes to like shopping because she wants to. You know, she wants to have nice things. Yeah. So once she won this ten thousand dollars, she we didn't see her getting out of a car with a bunch of shopping bags. She's walking into a hotel room. It's a nice winky hotel room, like you know, super nice and clean and whatever. And then she stands in front of a mirror, and then we see it like kind of switch back and forth from what I think is reality to what is happening in her mind. Because what's what's going on is, I guess, Mister Big and or the money and or demons is like making them think they're doing one thing, but they're actually doing another very deadly thing. Oh yeah, thing. there's like a hallucinatory <clears throat> edge to this. Like yeah, and here's so what they think they're doing versus what's actually happening. Right. So her thing was she's in front of a mirror and she starts uh she's trying to take off the dress she has on, but then when it goes into like the reality, she's actually naked, I guess, and she's just pulling off her skin. Yeah, and she's clawing at her her face and right? and well is her like her, oh, it's her collarbone yeah, yeah. I, I, you know why i say face because i looked at it my husband was watching with me and i said you're gonna want to leave because i think this is about to go poltergeist <laughs> and i'm i was right like she started yeah. tearing yeah, at herself yeah. and i'm like he's not gonna want to see this can your husband not handle gory stuff he's not a horror fan in general that's fine all. not to be a horror fan but you can w- still watch gory he stuff he doesn't want to see he's just not interested he doesn't want to look really at but i mean yeah. is it like a reason like he just doesn't want to see gore or he's just well i mean frankly <clears throat> he when he talks about horror movies and haunted house movies which is really my thing um, he lived in some haunted places, so he wants oh. nothing to do with it because he's like, I lived it. I want. I don't want to watch it for entertainment. Oh my. Okay. So as far as gore, I don't. I don't really know. I think he just doesn't like the visual. All right, that, that's that's fine. I, I was just curious if it was like, ew, ick, that's too much for me. No. Or he's just like, eh, whatever. When stuff gets intense, I tend to give him a heads up, and he's like, oh, all right, and you know, he watch something else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so that's yeah, just this thing. Fair enough. I've I've I grew up with gore my entire life, so I guess it might it be that too. Maybe me, but, maybe he know. yeah maybe he didn't. So I'm a demented individual. What can you do? I guess I am too. Then yep, this um, is why we get along so well. Exactly. That and MST3K, we kind of yes got our uh, thing there. Um. So anyway, the mother dies. <laughs> She hallucinates her ripping her skin off of her like body. And well, she, she doesn't she... hallucinate that. That's what actually happened. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever. While hallucinating, she rips off her skin, so she's yes. dead. That's the important part. I'm trying to get out there. Yes. So we, this is how we learn. Okay, you win this thing, you're gonna die. So this leads to the next night where the prize is even higher. It's like fifty thousand dollars. And uh, the guy who owns the auto shop, Clancy, ends up winning. Uh, and his death is he starts chugging motor oil because he thinks he's drinking, like, champagne. Yeah, that was really disturbing to me. <laughs> that kind of was. Because they got super close up on this dude while he's guzzling this, you know, motor oil. And I'm like, oh, all right, director, person, get, get back up a little, <laughs> a little bit. Well, I mean... Um, I guess the idea is, you know, it's it's meant to be unnerving. It's meant to be. I get that, but like, it was just too close. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's one sure. thing to be watching a guy chugging motor oil, and then another thing to have him like one inch away from the camera while doing it, and then yeah, it's he's like dribbling down his face. Yeah, kind of thing. and then not only that, he's working on this like old car that he's been working on for years, apparently. And he's trying to get it to work so he can leave town with the money. And it now this probably I don't remember because it's been two weeks. I, I think it fell on him. No, there was something like he put his hand in and it was like, oh, that's right. Know, yes, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he thought the car was off, but it was actually on. And he mm-hmm. went to go fix something in the engine and then it kept chopping up his hand. That's you're right. Mm-hmm. I, that's what it was. Yes, yes, yes. And because we got the scene of the blood splattering like 
all over the shop. Right. Yeah. I bet your husband was a fan of that scene as well. He was going by then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair He's enough. He's not going to sit around and watch a movie called Bingo Hell anyway, regardless of what's in it. <laughs> wow. What a judgy person. Man. No, it's not even that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, get, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm going to get the eye roll watching that one. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Gee, that sounds great." I'm like, "Yeah, you yeah. have no idea." Okay, so now that you know, those are our deaths. Those are the main deaths that happen in this. Uh, we get to Lupita trying to figure out what's going on. She's she's concerned about her friends. Uh, she's you know wants to know what's up with the Mario. She has a, actually ends up finding his body in his house. Um, and maybe it's the true crime person in me, but I was a little weirded out when she found the body. And then called the cops, and then the cops like just let her go. Yeah, because <laughs> wouldn't they have questions for her? You <laughs> like, would think. It felt like it literally went to. I found the body. Hey, cops, there's a body here. Okay, I'm going home now, and she just left. <laughs> like, like that's how it looked like it happened. Um, so I she's. Mean, I can I can play you know pun intended devil's advocate here and say, mm-hmm. well. Perhaps that's a commentary on the fact that the police have uh. written them off and do not actually care about what's going on in the village. Or I can just say giant fucking plot hole that they didn't cover. And or it's an hour and a half movie. They don't have time for Correct. it. Um, so she's trying to convince Dolores that something's wrong. Dolores, who has her own issues, is trying to tell Lupita, man, you need to chill out. Just fucking calm down. Right. But then she starts falling into the trap of uh, uh, Mr. Big, and she wants to go to the bingo hall because tonight the prize money is a million dollars. Oh, my God. Shit. A million dollars. You know what you can do with a million dollars? No, that's not you can You can pay off your grandson to love you. <laughs> uh, you can open up a beauty salon. Uh, so much you can do with a million dollars, you guys. Uh, so then Lupedia, <laughs> in the most badass thing I've seen I've ever seen, takes things into her own hands and basically steals Dolores' shotgun. Yep. And then recruits I'm Caleb. You, I want to be this woman when I grow up. To- I-, I want her to be my grandmother. Yes. I want I want to go to her house. I want to go to her house. I want her my sucking on cigars. Yep. I want her to be sucking on cigars and pu- pumping shotguns and yep. like you want some motherfucking cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Grandma. Absolutely. <clears throat> so she goes off to the bingo hall to face off against Mister Big. She brings Caleb along because um, his mom got you know killed and now Dolores is about well, as to far be. as they're concerned she's just missing she just took off so well I guess it's true know. they didn't know she died but you know that he's concerned about the mom nonetheless and so they go to confront her and right. then um, <clears throat> uh, and then there's this big giant you know confrontation scene where you know they attack Mr. Big uh, he attacks Caleb and the the one guy the the youngish, thirty-ish guy, whatever his name yeah, was. Yeah, the the AA meeting guy. Yeah, I, I don't, actually don't even know who the hell that guy was. I want to say his name was Adam, but I could be wrong. Um, I mean, it was Adam. He was a cool guy, though. I liked him. He was cool, but he was hardly in. He was like two scenes. Yeah. Like he, he had the thing at the beginning, and then he had this part where he kind of um, helped distract uh, Mister Big so Caleb can get away or something. Well, see, there you go, plot device. Um. So. <laughs> So anyway, they go they go to the bingo hall and they're trying to stop Mr. Big, but of course he can't because he's all powerful and stuff. And they realize if they destroy the stuff like the TVs and the prizes and stuff, this will hurt Mr. Big because that's what's given him his power is the fact that go. he's unleashing these items and the money to the residents and then is influencing them. Again, Beautiful. I think I think there's Thanks. like some weird social commentary slightly sprinkled in but then they maybe at the it's last really minute took life. it out they took it out the very last second <laughs> like you know like, Fuck it, go capitalism <laughs> yeah right like like it's very subtle so yeah so they they kill all the you know they shoot the money they shoot the tv they burn the place down um which you know snaps the town out of their stupor uh, and then they kind of watch the the building burn as they sing Amazing Grace. No, they don't sing Amazing Grace. 
But you get what I'm talking about, Lisa. You get that joke. You know what I'm talking about. You know the MST episode I just referenced there. Okay. Uh, and that's the end. That's literally the end. Like, it just ends with the building on fire. Mr. Big burns to death? I guess? Well, they don't I, show I get the impression it, but... that he sort of, you know, disintegrates and will come back on a different day. <clears throat> Well, I mean, I don't know. He, they, well, he's not they gonna come sh- here. He'll show up somewhere else, right? They, they, sh- I don't know. They just show him in the building, and he's all hurt, and he's on fire, and then that's it. So I'm gonna, unless there's a bingo hell two coming next year for Welcome to the Blumhouse for next bingo. year. Who knows? Maybe. Bingo hell two. <laughs> Maybe this time it's Pinochle. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can we have bridge hell maybe it's bridge hell that'd be interesting Hmm. uh all right uh so that's that comes up in our other movie oh you're right are they playing canasta no i think it was bridge i think it's bridge we're getting ahead of we keep getting our head of ourselves stay focused focus lisa focus in the present okay sorry anyway that was bingo hell um Obviously, yeah, I picked this one just because the title is goofy as fuck. I mean, clearly. And, you know, it's it in the long run, it's about senior citizens in some small town going up against a demon, maybe, mm-hmm. who's trying to kill them with money. <laughs> and that just I mean, sounded goofy as hell. So I had to watch this. So, Lisa. It was what... fun. I didn't hate it. No, I didn't either. I enjoy I had fun watching this. I mean, it's not good. <laughs> it, it was it, fun. It, it was like it a did, funny, goofy movie. It did what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It you know it didn't overstay its welcome. Again, these are like an hour and a half each of these right. Blumhouse things are an hour and a half. Um, it did what it did, you know. And like I said, there was no major lore story behind it like no. you know 500 years ago a witch burned here and was you know oh if you spend money i will come back like no nothing like that happens it's just this guy rolls into town kills people by having them hallucinate as long as they have his money and that's basically it mm-hmm. and then you get it you get to see an old lady pump a shotgun <laughs> She was badass. Smoking cigars. Like I loved her. I thought she was amazing. <laughs> yeah, she was she was really cool. Frankly, she... I liked most of these characters. Oh yeah, they were all good. I really liked Dolores. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the the back and forth with the guys and the women. Like I liked this camaraderie that they had. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked the way they kind of goof on each other and you know, I just found it fun. I kind I think if the characters were written more poorly or performed more poorly it would have been a worse movie and it would have been unwatchable but mm-hmm. because of them i think it was really fun i 100 percent agree i think the actors did indeed carry this movie um and uh yeah i yeah that's all i gotta say i i it's you're right it's not like top-notch five-star movie no. But, you know, it's a lot of fun to watch. If, you know, you got like an hour and a half to kill, you want something kind of creepy, but not, you know, super creepy. But it's gory as hell because there's a lot of blood being spewed across <laughs> the screen. Like, right. it gets crazy in some parts. Um, but I think, uh, I think it's just like one of those movies you get up on a streaming service and you go, oh, what's this? I'll watch this. This seems interesting. You know, it's kind of like Willy's Wonderland in that that vein. Mm, where it's I just haven't like, seen that yet. Oh, you would love that. That movie is just that shit crazy. Okay. It's just so odd and so strange, but it's so fun. Yeah, I've been meaning to check that out. You're roaring through the whole thing. It's so much fun. It's just like this. Okay, I'll have to check it out. It's kind of goofy. I will definitely check it out. Not to mention, Nicolas Cage doesn't say a word through the whole damn thing. That's what I heard. I heard he doesn't talk. It's wacky. Which is interesting. Which is an interesting uh, choice. Mm hmm. Um,. So yeah, I enjoyed it. You you seemed to enjoy it for what it was, it was and and it acted like it was nothing else. You know, it didn't pretend to be something that it wasn't. Absolutely true. So, all right, that was our take on uh Bingo Hell, uh, which is currently streaming on Amazon Prime, and if you pay for Prime, you get it for free. That's the beauty of having Prime. Yeah, we are gonna move. Well, actually, let's take a break. Let's just put a break here. We'll put an ad, uh, and then when we come back, we'll talk about our second movie. Uh, which Lisa picked, and it is very obviously a Lisa pick. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we'll get to that in a second. Hey, Jason Soto. What's up, Nick Job? 
did you see the latest Marvel movie that's in theaters right now? I did. I also watched the latest episode of the Disney Plus Marvel show as well. I have so many theories on how the movie and the show might be connected. Really? Could you talk about it for an hour and a half? I could. On a podcast? For sure. But I don't know anyone who has a podcasting network. Well, Nick Job, I would like to talk to you about the Rabbit Hole Podcast Initiative. Every other Wednesday here at Navigating the Multiverse, Jason and I will discuss any current MCU movie, any older Marvel movie, and all the stuff in between. So subscribe to us on Anchor, Apple, Google, or Spotify, or check out our home base at rabbitholepodcast.com. If you'd like, give me a second. Okay. Because what I can do is put him in the carrier, and then all I have to do... Yeah, this it's better for you to hear this part than for this to be recorded. And then... Um, once he's in the carrier, he can be in the bathroom crying and being mad at me. Let go. He's like, I'm not letting go of this couch because I understand what you're doing. Um, this way he can be in the carrier yelling at me. Oh, he is displeased. Um, this I love... cat is in... What? I'll say you love that you that you think I'm not recording this. I am recording everything, so... You absolutely should record this. Hang oh, on. I am. Oh, it is. God. This is going to go poorly. Hang on, because he knows exactly what's happening. He is a large animal. Mm. Get in the carrier. I know. Yeah. No, you hate this. Get in there. No. He's in the carrier. Morale. All right. You ready? Oh, it's so crazy. Let's just hope I don't have to talk as I'm in the car because you're going to hear him singing the song of his people the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're back. Uh, let's talk about our second feature for this episode. And here we go. I wasn't ready for this change, but my prognosis isn't good. You don't belong here. Don't worry, I'll be okay. Whatever's coming next, I don't want my family to see me like that. How do you like your new home? It's beautiful. Takes a bit of time, but you'll fit right in. Anyone there? Are you okay? Last night, I saw something. What was it? Not being able to distinguish between what's real and what's a dream. That's a sign of dementia. (gasps) Whatever I've seen at night, it's real. Mom, we all want you to feel better. Why won't you believe me? I need to get out of this place. The only way you're getting out of here in a box. Look at these names. My roommate, she died last night. All the others have died too. I'm not crazy! When you experience something disorienting, close your eyes and count to five. When you open them again, whatever you saw or heard will be gone. All right. Uh, this is The Manor. Yes. One of the four. Welcome to the Blumhouse Films on Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, this is very much in the same vein as, like, Rosemary's Baby or something like that. It's kind of slow, ain't it? Like, it starts off kind of slow. It's very atmospheric. You don't know mm-hmm. what's happening. And then the last 20 minutes is just batshit insanity. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> Am I accurate? Is that a- accurate? Very I quick mean, description? <laughs> I don't know if I'm fully on board with that. I will say it's atmospheric. 
I will say it's kind of a slow burn. I don't think it took the, until the last 20 minutes for everything to happen. Well, um, because I kind of started picking up on things. Um, some of the reveal is a little too fast and ridiculous. Um, hmm. I do like where it went, though, ultimately. Okay. Like, you don't, you expect the ending to be something different than it is. And so That's I could true. appreciate that. That's true. That is very true. Because I didn't know what, like, okay, so well, here's the story, and then I'll, I'll yeah. get into what I thought. So, uh, the stars Barbara Hershey. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays Judith. She is a, a elderly woman who is in her 70s. And they make a big deal saying that she was a dancer. <laughs> that's that's kind of sprinkled throughout the whole uh, mm-hmm. ep- through the whole I kept almost said episode uh, movie because <laughs> this also this felt like this kind of also felt like one of those like fancy tales from the crip episodes when they're trying right. to win an Oscar or an Emmy and this is like it's the kind of literary tale yeah so that's what this is um, but I also liked her character too she was on par with Lupita like yes. we ended up watching two movies that featured feisty senior citizens and yes, I am true. here for it I am here for it I want more I feisty senior citizens right it was very <laughs> cool like I liked these people I really enjoyed the characters again because Barbara Hershey gave zero fucks she oh, yeah. did and said whatever she wanted and it was awesome Yes. Okay, so Judith, she's in her 70s. Uh, on her birthday, she ends up having a stroke. And uh, as a result, they uh, have to put her into this. Um, well, she like goes a- willingly. She says, like, she makes the decision to do that. So, therefore, she's not. Mm. I mean, sort of like, so uh, she's not. A, she's not. A, not that she's not a burden. But, like, because she's very spry. She's very active. But. She knows that if this is a medical condition, she should probably be where there's medical attention in case she needs it. Um, Okay. So I think it's kind of interesting because she's not put there against her will. Um, She's willingly going. Uh, She talks about that with her grandson, you know, like there's a better... I might have missed that because then the rest of the movie was her trying to leave. Well, that's just it. <laughs> that, so that's now, why I forgot her that. Independence has been taken from her because once she gets in there, like they've got the door locked and alarmed. Mm. You're not allowed to go anywhere unsupervised. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so she, yeah. So she, it's it's a it's a nursing home, but it's in this real like old tight, like old fancy creaky. Yeah. Gothic how basically it's like the house from um oh what's that show on Netflix the Haunting of Hill House it's basically oh. a house kind of like that <laughs> a little bit I mean it's nowhere near as big though it, I mean, it, it just it's, felt it's, like it <laughs> it does feel like it because it feels like there's a whole bunch of people there but yeah it's an assisted living building it's sort of like a, a Victorian house and yeah there's definitely creaks and crawlies and that sort of stuff and there's something going on there. And so uh, she has a grandson named Josh, who they're very close, yep. and he's he's all opposed to her moving to this, you know, the manor, if you will. Um, and then uh, she moves into this place, and then she meets some people. Uh, she meets three older people: Roland, uh, Miss Benson, and Lizelle. Um, one Roland, played by Bruce Davison, by the way. I just got to mention. I love that. him. He's cool. He's a cool guy. He showed up in. Uh, uh, you ever watched the? You imagine you have Shutter. You seen the Creep Show? Um, oh yeah, series. Yep. He was in an episode of of Creep Show, and he was really good in that too. Um, but uh, yeah, so he meets he meets. I'm sorry, she meets these people, uh, and then she meets her roommate, who's this like woman who's constantly like, I don't know how to explain it. Like not exactly catatonic, but like kind of not there mm-hmm. she's she's not she's not with it right and um she she might have night terrors because she screams at night at sometimes and mm-hmm. she keeps talking about seeing the thing there's this thing that she keeps seeing and she wants to know if judith also sees the thing and right this um, thing standing at the end of the bed watching yeah. sleep that kind of stuff which is now, unnerving to think about very very now, okay, yeah, I said it was a little slow and, you know, stuff doesn't happen to the end. There is stuff sprinkled throughout. Like, we do see this, like, big being, like, in the room. 
at times and there's mm-hmm. this air of mystery basically it's just like what's happening you don't know what's right. happening and you're left with the thing like is it really in her mind because everyone in this movie keeps saying it's in her mind right like, like the it's, doctors it's on of, dem- of dementia yeah and... so you know and i mean it's an interesting perspective because you think about how you know the elderly get dismissed Right. As being infirm and not being able to, you know, comprehend what's going on around them. So it's the kind of scary thing where, you know, like she's very much got her wits about her um, and yet they don't believe her. And so then she starts to doubt herself, which is, I think, one of the more scarier um, possibilities, you know, like the idea that am I seeing things? Is this real? Am I deteriorating at this really rapid rate? Mm hmm. Yeah, there's a part in the middle where she starts to she 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 starts questioning everything, and she can't figure out. It's just so such a mystery that yeah. she doesn't know what's going on to the point where she's starting to wonder herself if she's crazy. Right. And the only person she can kind of convince is Josh, and even he's kind of on the fence about it, but he really wants to believe her. Um, and then there's this part where she breaks out. Um, by the way, how the hell was that kid Josh getting the code for the front door? Because he kept getting the code to the front door. I think he, he like he <laughs> spotted them doing it. Um, okay, because so he just kind of watched them, and it, it just sort of happened in his presence. Because that was never explained. Because he was just like, "Here, Grandma, here's the code for the front door," but they never showed him. You know, no, I, 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 that's probably <laughs> editing, you know, cutting room floor. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know why they didn't think that was important, but yeah. Um, I mean, just like a quick scene of him, like, glancing at a nurse putting a number in or him, well, I mean, like. And I explained it pretty quickly. It didn't, it didn't trip me up. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, sometimes I need, I like to see explanations of things because otherwise see the thing well because i'm a writer and so i like to have my explanations you know i i i write these stories and i try to come up with like okay why is this character doing this and then i watch a goddamn movie where they're just like oh this just happens for no reason it infuriates me as a writer all right (laughs) leave me alone I mean, I like ambiguity, so I mean, I'm okay with some things not being told to me all the time, but, you know. I guess. All right. Well, anyway, regardless, she she breaks out of the place because things are just getting way too crazy. Uh, I think even the F- – this was after the roommate died. I think she, she busted out, if I remember correctly. Um, and uh, her big escape plan was just to leave through the front door, which did work. But then what didn't work was she's just simply walking down the street <laughs> where they yeah, just find like, her. I, you, and you, you get this impression that she's been going for like miles or something mm-hmm. crazy like that. Yeah. And so they the, the, the mom and Josh find uh, – not the mom. Well, the Judith's daughter, who's Josh's mom, yes. and Josh find her on Who the road. Who really isn't too into the idea of like – keeping an eye on her mom and helping her and no stuff. it's really just this yeah like okay mom's gonna go away now like she kind of resents how close josh is with right his grandmother right so they they go have breakfast at some place and then she sees this picture and starts freaking out but we don't see why she's freaking out yet um because we don't get the key to the mystery to like the last 10 minutes so she's you know, she gets sent back and she's very desperate and she's worried and she's um oh while this is all happening, there's people mysteriously dying in the in the manor, and one of them is her roommate. And she finds this list that the roommate had, and there was a, a list of people who did die, and then the roommate, and then Judith was the next person in line to die. So she's all freaked out now. She's trying to get out of there and or solve the mystery um, before she dies. Now, there's a scene that happens, and I totally... When this scene happened, I kind of figured it out. And it was a scene where she goes to this tree that's, like, in the backyard somewhere. Like, you know, within the backyard. Yeah, it's like in the back of their property, and it's like this big, beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> the poor cat. 
sorry. That's okay. It's um, fine. It's like this whole um, process of this big, beautiful tree. Is this really terribly distracting? It's fine. Just keep going. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so bad. It's fine, um, it's fine. Just wait till you listen to it, but it's fine. <laughs> Should I stop? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Should we Keep like, the, pause and I can call you when he goes in? It's fine. No, it's fine. I mean, if it's bothering you, we can, but it, it's not bothering oh, me. No, it's not bothering me, but good god, I can't imagine the listeners enjoying this. <laughs> They're probably cracking the hell up. Oh my god, this friggin' cat. Anyway, okay. I'm sorry. I have to take my cat to the vet, and I'm running behind today, so we get to listen to him sing the song of his people. Um... The only thing that would make this funnier is if I had brought both cats with me as I oh, did geez. once and only once and they sing in harmony with each other. It's so oh, ridiculous. <laughs> it's so funny. Um anyway, so yeah, they've got this big beautiful tree and all of these amazing um these lights and it's just this gorgeous spot and you've got like that little uh that's that spot in the fence. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where the kids, kids broke in. Oh, the unquote. kids keep getting in here, and, <laughs> yeah. I, and it's kind of where I started picking up on things. Oh yeah, I did too. It was around this part I did too because she sees three teenagers, uh, a a boy, a white woman, and a black woman, and yeah. just to reestablish the three older people that she met. Roland, Miss Benson, and Lizelle is a white guy, a white woman, and a black woman. So once exactly. they pop, so this is once... where it's kind of like, oh, I see what you're doing. Here. Yeah, when that when they popped up, I'm like, I got it. I filled in everything, and I was mostly correct. Um, the only thing I got wrong was I thought, um, I thought they were demons. I kept going back. I keep going to demons. Um, see, I so... thought they were vampires. Oh, so that's a good one. Kind of okay. right, but not totally. So we're gonna go ahead and spoil this. So if you if you want to check out this movie, stop listening to us. We're gonna go ahead and spoil what happens at the end. Exactly what happens at the end. So here we go. Spoilers now. So Judith discovers that they're witches or warlocks, however you want to look at it, and they're able to stay basically alive and the same age for like decades. And the picture that she found in the diner was a picture of Roland, Miss Benson, and Lizelle from the 80s looking the exact same age as they are in the present day that we are in. Right. It's like this accident because as she goes, she's she. this is when she's run away and you know, yeah. like her, her daughter and her grandson have picked her up. So now they're basically having lunch with her here while they wait for the 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 nurses to come pick her up yeah and so she goes to the bathroom and happens to spot this the photo. picture yeah, yeah 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 right so um so she discovers that um she discovers that they were gonna sacrifice judith to keep them young um but then judith did a switcheroo because uh, roland was stealing like judith's hair from a hairbrush well you gotta talk about <clears throat> what they're being sacrificed to <laughs> Oh, we're going to. I just want to explain first what's happening, and then okay. we'll we'll get to the yeah, we'll get to that. So, so like he has stolen her hairbrush. Like he's been going in her room and taking things. Yeah, make her seem crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she she switched out her hair with his hair, and we are then introduced to the spirit, I guess. That they're sacrificing. It's a tree demon. It's a tree demon. <laughs> this demon ah, this comes. This thing was so weird. <laughs> it comes out of the tree at night, and they sacrifice, um, you know, people, and that's how these people have been dying in this manner. Is they're being sacrificed so these three can stay young, and then there's this whole thing about everyone that works at the manor is relatives of these three, so they're in on it. And they're helping them, you know, with the sacrifice and all this stuff. And so they're so um, <clears throat> and so that's how, you know, they're kind of getting away with this and staying here and whatever. So um, the tree demon um, sacrifices Roland because, you know, she switched out the hair. And so Roland gets killed. And so then Miss Benson and Lizelle's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. OK, wait, 
before you kill us, let me tell you what's going on. And they explain it's so the crazy, whole... this whole situation. <laughs> so they go, so basically, if you, you know, you, you can stay, you can join us, and you can stay alive forever, and Josh can be in. Oh, because Josh is here with her. I, I forgot to mention. Yeah, she, he's there. He and he, like, he came you can to be young again and all this other stuff. Right, and you know, and you know, Josh can work here at the manor and help keep the secret and blah blah blah. And I paused the movie for a minute and I said, I'm going to predict what's going to happen. And I thought about everything that's been going on. I thought about, okay, she's been complaining about, you know, she's been wanting to dance. She used to be a dancer. Yep. And I'm like, she's going to do it. I could totally see her doing it. And so yep. then I unpause the movie. And right at that moment, she says yes. And then she becomes a fucking witch. <laughs> and stays young forever. And Josh ends up working at the, the manor. And uh, the mom, the Jewish daughter... Is like, what do you mean you're turning seventy again? <laughs> yeah, and, like the birthday. We start and end with the birthday cake, and it's like they've got the wrong birthday. And yeah, like wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge. It's this cheesy scene. It's so bad. Yeah. And then, and then we see her young again, dancing in the forest, and then the movie ends. So that's the ending of the manor, and that's the big secret. It's it's witches, ladies and gentlemen. It's witches. It's just it's interesting because you expect. That, oh, they're going to do the right thing. They're not going to do it. And it's like, oh, they did. Oh, okay. I can deal with this. Like, I'm yeah. going to embrace the evil sort of story. Right. <laughs> yeah, she, she I, I mean, I was like, I don't think she even hesitated. I think she looked at Josh. Josh looked at her. And they both kind of shrugged. And she was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there really cool. wasn't much fight there. It's just like, no. okay. You know, like, and there's, I think there's also, I mean, again, I'm going to get literary for a moment. You know, the ballet shoes that she's so dedicated to are oh, red yeah. ballet shoes. So I'm, yep. I'm, I'm pretty secure that we're getting into this obsession with dance and of giving your life over to dance and that sort of thing. I mean, there may be a little Suspiria red shoes kind of edge mm, to this. Maybe there's okay. a kind of homage. Maybe. Happening. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, like I said, this felt like a, like a fancy episode of Tales from the Crypt. Like, they were trying yeah, to go like, for an award. they're trying to be literary. <laughs> yeah, they're trying this to get an award. This is a highbrow <laughs> shitty horror. Right. Okay, so, okay, you said shitty horror. Did you not like this one? No, I did enjoy this one. And again, like I said, it's the characters. I think some of it is seeing who's playing whom. Uh, we have Jill Larson of The Taking of Deborah Logan, who's very good at Oh, yes. Yes. Um, and it's funny because you watch it and you go, I know that facial expression. I'm like, I've seen her somewhere. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Deborah Logan. Okay. And then, you know, Bruce Davison is wonderful and Barbara Hershey is fantastic. And it's just sort of like, yeah, very much like Bingo Hell. I think these are fun horror movies that they get to do. They get to be a part of. Um, it's no big budget thing where they're filming for weeks on end. Like, this is kind of like a fun project. And I, I just think they're interesting movies. I think the stories are kind of cool. I think it gives some of these uh, sort of like new up and coming directors and writers a chance to get their stuff seen. I mean, I can appreciate all of them. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, for the most part, enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I'm not a huge fan of slow burn things. Like I'll, I can appreciate it every now and then. Like I like Rosemary's baby. And that is like probably the king of slow burn movies, um, because you know you get the scene at the beginning where they're at the she's knocked no quote unquote knocked out, and then after that it's just a mystery of what the hell's going on until the last five minutes. So I always compare slow burn movies to Rosemary's Baby, which I do enjoy, but there's a lot that I don't uh, I don't like a lot of slow burn stuff just because I don't have the patience. <laughs> for it i just want to get to like the killings or the decapitations or the blood or give me nudity yeah give me the nudity or something like damn but um yeah yeah i'm a typical guy i'm sorry lisa no there's nothing wrong with that i mean like i i mean i can appreciate 
films like that. Too. I mean, you say typical guy, like you think stereotypical kind of thing. I love the Expendables movies. I mean, I can yeah. deal with some brainless, <laughs> let's keep it going movies. Um, but I do also appreciate, like, I love a haunted house kind of story. And that's right, what this appeared right. to be. It did, yeah. And so that's what drew me to it. And so I'm like, all right. I mean, usually the whole witches, vampires, and zombies thing, I am done with. I don't need any more fair. of that. Fair, fair. This, I liked enough how the characters were presented to me that I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm on board for this. I can work with this. <laughs> My familiar whining in the backseat over here. <laughs> By the way, which cat is that? <laughs> this is the floof. <laughs> floof okay. This is the floof whining and being a brat. Um, okay. His, his proper name is Desmond, and they call him Desmond at the vet, and he doesn't know who they're talking to because... I think my husband and I have called him Desmond all of three times in his three and a half years. So <laughs> all he right. is the floof and he is a giant baby as you can hear. All right, let's, let's go ahead and wrap this up here. So I enjoyed it. Lisa enjoyed <laughs> it. That was the manor from floof Blumhouse like it. from, from welcome to the Blumhouse. All right. So uh, we're going to go ahead and continue on with our, normals hashtag spooky season schedule that we had planned we were going to do this next after this episode we're going to go ahead and do it uh so let's go ahead and jump forward to the future uh in fact we're going to jump to last friday and we're going to cover a movie that's brand new uh released uh only on paramount plus uh and we're going to just go ahead and jump right into this one what the hell am i, feel I like this about? is weird I feel like this is going to be weird because we've only done the first, the first two, two of the yeah. series. And now we're going to jump to the end. <laughs> the, the, and then we're going to go back maybe, and do three and four. Maybe this is the odd. End. We may need to revisit this one. We'll see. Anyway, here's what's next. All right, whenever you're ready. We are shooting a documentary because I am about to meet my first biological relative. She's Amish. I'm not. I am not <laughs> Amish. We are humbled and grateful to have our sister Margot return to us. <laughs> I've always hoped that I could meet you all, so this is a really special moment for me. Hey, mind if I film you for a moment? Uh, oh, hey. Hey, uh. I like your doll. What's her name? Yeah. You know, that was my mom's name. She used to live here a long time ago. She's still here. What did you say? Whoa. Why would they build a church all the way back here? What is that? The demon, Asmodeus, was trapped inside a chosen woman of God. This has happened before. From my mom? You can't have me and my baby? I know every Amish family within a 50 mile area. They ain't Amish. Jesus, we are coming. Jesus, we are coming. Oh my god. Are you sure about this? I have to know. So until then, I'm Jason Soto. I am Lisa Leahy, and that's the flu. <laughs> and we'll see you. And we'll see you between the scares. <laughs> Ooh.
copyright 2021 rabbit hole podcast rabbit hole podcast.com